Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Durson Network. You're watching the Durson Football Show. I'm your host, Ryan Anderson. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tune in each and every week to the Durson Football Show as we discuss news and notes from around the NFL. I'll be giving you my game-by-game predictions for each and every week, and we'll also be introducing a new fantasy football segment to the show. I'm really excited about that. You'll hear from familiar faces, Joel Sastre, Alex Speck. We'll also be introducing some new-to-the-channel guests to give you their fantasy takes and answer your fantasy questions for that specific week. But let's get into news and notes from around the NFL with just around a week to go before the 22 NFL season kicks off. News and notes from around the NFL, primarily center around team and a lot of player movement right now with teams trying to get their rosters down to the 53. Hats off to Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles acquiring Pro Bowl safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from the New Orleans Saints. That's been the biggest move of the last 48 hours, and I'm not just saying that because I got an Eagles hat on. What Howie Roseman has been able to do to do this offseason is nothing short of spectacular. Again, it's all in the offseason. It's all on paper. They're going to have to go out there and play the games and win the games, but he's done it better than you could possibly draw it up in terms of an upgrade in positions of need standpoint again hats off to Howie Roseman again a lot of player movement right now a lot of former high round draft picks being traded for pennies on the dollar whether it's uh, not being not fitting in with the new regime or what have you just a ton of player movement as teams get down to the 53 the real storyline heading into this season is the same storyline heading into every NFL season and it's the quarterback position you start at the top with the, the Tom Brady's of the world, the Aaron Rodgers, and then you have that next tier. Will Matthew Stafford be able to lead his team back to the Super Bowl, or was last year a fluke? How will Russell Wilson fare in Denver? Patty Mahomes, Dak Prescott, how will these young quarterbacks play? Will they take a step forward? Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, is he going to be able to bounce back from an injury-riddled last season? Uh, I know I'm forgetting some people, Baker Mayfield and Carolina. At the end of the day, we know this is a quarterback-driven league. There's a lot of questions to be answered that revolve around the quarterback position, and that's what's going to make this season fun. With that being said, uh, there's obviously isn't any games this week, so we're going to pick division winners, and we're going to start it off with the NFC East. It's a toss-up right now between Dallas and Philadelphia. They're neck and neck. Dallas just suffered a huge injury, uh, left tackle Tyron Smith going down for likely the majority of the season. They were neck and neck, and I lean Philly, but I'm going to go with Dallas, and I'll tell you why. I think they have more continuity on the defensive side of the football. I think they're going to be able to generate more pressure after the quarterback. That wins games in this league. When you have Micah Parsons getting after the quarterback, uh, I don't care if you have Jalen Hurts speed or not. It's going to be tough to get around players like that. The Eagles, again, I just talked about how I like everything they did, and I do, but how will that transfer to the field? And my main concern is the defensive side of the football, specifically their defensive coordinator. The Eagles gave up an extraordinarily high completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks last year. That worries me big time. Yes, they added defensive backs. We just talked about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They added multiple defensive backs and guys up front to get him pressure, but 
I just don't think it's going to be enough. I like Dallas to win the division. You don't have to worry about New York. They're in year one of a rebuild, and Wentz is in Washington. Therefore, uh, we don't need to worry about them either. The NFC West, moving on to the NFC West, I like the LA Rams to win this division. Stafford's dealing with a... some type of injury with the shoulder right now, but I think he'll be fine. And Aaron Donald's back. Uh, there's a lot of talk about them having a letdown after winning the Super Bowl last year. Last year, I don't see that happening. I think they win the division. Seattle's, you know, start of a retool, if you will, but they're they're in trouble roster wise. San Francisco starting Trey Lance. I would be shocked if Jimmy G isn't starting by year end if they're in playoff contention. And Arizona, they've made some good roster moves this offseason, and I like what they did, but I don't really like their head coach. And I think there's issues in that building. Yes, Kyler Murray signed a long term extension, uh, but I don't think now is his time. I like Rams to win the NFC West. NFC North moving on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers told us all last year he owns this division. Not only does he own the Chicago Bears, he owns the entire division. Yes, do I think teams are improving here? I do, especially Detroit and Minnesota. Not sold on Chicago and their year two, year two quarterback just yet. Uh, but I like what Detroit and Minnesota are doing with their organization. I like the head coaches in place, and I think they have an improving roster. But they're not there yet. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers will win the NFC North. NFC South, very similar to the story I just told you about the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. As long as Tom Brady's putting on a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform, he owns the NFC South. Yeah, Baker went to Carolina. Atlanta's in a rebuild. New Orleans, we don't really know what to what to think of them. They have a new head coach and a new coaching regime. I like Tampa Bay to win the division. Look for Carolina to be improved and probably finish in second place. This is the division everyone seems to be talking about. It's the AFC East. A lot of people are picking the Miami Dolphins talking about how efficient Tua has been all offseason in training camp with the new weapons he has in place there. I think they're uh, definitely improved, uh, but I think they have some issues on the defensive side of the football. They'll figure them out by year end, and I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they're going to get off to a rough start defensively. I like Buffalo to win the division and make some noise in the playoffs. We'll get to that later. Moving on to the AFC West, this is the division where each and every team, well, I shouldn't say that. I think three out of the four teams improved dramatically from a roster standpoint. You look at the Las Vegas Raiders bringing in Devontae Adams, the Los Angeles Chargers bringing in Khalil Mack, and Russell Wilson going to the Denver Broncos. Kansas City is going to be forced to step up their game. I think they do. I think they win this division. The one team that I think gives them a run for their money is, it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. Khalil Mack is a big acquisition for that defense. A healthy Bosa, a healthy Derwin James on a long-term deal now. That defense, if they play up to the level that they can, the Chargers can make some noise within the division. And who knows, maybe they're a team similar to the Cincinnati Bengals that make a run and get hot at the end of the year. AFC South, uh, not much to say about this division, quite frankly. Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans are going to win. Uh, Houston's in a rebuild. Don't like how Matt Ryan looks in Indianapolis. They have players to surround him, and who knows? Maybe they make a run. They're probably the best bet other than Tennessee, uh, but I'm going with Tennessee. Jacksonville, yeah, they have a head coach now, which is good. They didn't have one last year. They do have Doug Peterson now, which is great for Trevor Lawrence, but they got a lot, lot of work to do to be on the same level as Tennessee. I'm going with Tennessee to, to win the division. Once again, AFC North. 
this is the one where can Baltimore, if Lamar plays to the level he played a couple years ago, um, I, I think Baltimore has a shot. Cincinnati's offense is too good. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals to win the division once again. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they brought in several offensive linemen. Their offensive line got extraordinarily better this offseason. That team went to the Super Bowl last year. Again, I'm I'm scared of Baltimore, okay? If Lamar Jackson, he's in a contract here. If he balls out, uh, they could give Cincinnati a run for their money. But on today, preseason, I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals to win the AFC North. That brings us to our Super Bowl prediction. And I'm not going to uh, dance around it. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills out of the AFC and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of the NFC. Josh Allen, what he was able to do in that playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs absolutely was captivating. I think that carries over onto this year. They have a phenomenal regular season, and they carry it over into the playoffs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, this has got to be his last year. He looks a little disheveled in his last press conference. Not sure what's going on with him. Uh, I don't know if he's having some issues at the house or what, but you best believe uh, Tom Brady is making a run at a Super Bowl. Their offensive line took some hits in, in Tampa Bay, and they'll probably struggle early. I just, Tom Brady, the weapons he has, they still have a lot of guys from two years ago when they won the Super Bowl. They're still fairly young overall. A lot of players in their prime. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay to beat Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady retires on top, and hopefully the Buffalo Buffalo Bills get back again and, and win one in the next several years. We don't want to see a repeat of the, the 90s squad that went four straight Super Bowls and lost them all. Uh, fantasy outlook. This is the segment each week where I'm excited to have on guests. Like I talked about, Joel Sastre, Alex Specht are going to be joining throughout the year. Also, some new guests. I'm not going to drop any names just yet, but make sure you tune into the Durson Football Show week one as we're going to have on a uh, brand new fantasy. Maybe he might not call himself an expert, but he'll be our fantasy expert for week one in the NFL. We all know who the fantasy studs from around the NFL are, but if I had to give you one bold prediction... I would go out a limb. I would go out on a limb and say that uh, Miles Sanders is going to finish as a top ten running back. And hear me out. He's in a contract year. Eagles aren't going to pay him. I think Miles Sanders could run for sixteen hundred yards, and the Eagles still wouldn't pay him. But he's going to get paid somewhere if he performs. I think he will. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of scuttlebutt in the preseason. He's dealing with a small injury. Kenneth Gainwell was getting first team reps. I'm not hearing any of it. That offensive line is really good. We all know this. And I think they just lean into the running game. The addition of A.J. Brown opens it up a little bit more for the running game. And I like Miles Sanders to capitalize and have a huge year. Double-digit touchdowns, 1,200 yards. He's going to get paid somewhere. It won't be in Philadelphia. But uh, that would be my bold prediction. Miles Miles Sanders, a top 10 fantasy running back. That'll bring the first Durson football show of the 22 NFL season to a close. Before we wrap it up, would like to note, make sure you tune in for week one's episode. I'm going to report back to you because I'm going to be live in Columbus, Ohio, Saturday night doing some NFL scouting at the Notre Dame-Ohio State game. There's probably, I don't know, four to eight 
potential first round draft picks. I'll report back to you. I'll let you know what my eyes see from uh, potential first overall pick, CJ Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State. Another top uh, potential top 10 talent, tight end Michael Mayer from Notre Dame playing in that game. Very excited. Going to be there live. I'll be there for a bachelor party, but I'll be scouting for the Durson Network. Tune in next week. I'll report back, let you know what I saw from those NFL draft prospects. And again, everybody, thanks for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, tune in every week. We're going to be giving you the picks. We're going to be answering your fantasy questions, and we're going to have a lot of fun this season on the Durson Football Show. Take care.
drive.